Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. I can't believe I am 300, I think at 300, I have to look, haven't looked recently, but Hundreds and hundreds of of shows in to Fitness Disrupted, and I have yet to do a specific show on alcohol. So today, thanks to a recent study, I'm going to change that, but I still have to do the one to get us started. You know, basically, there are several questions that I have been asked for many, many years in regards to alcohol and exercise, and diet, and weight loss, and so that may be called, you know, uh, Alcohol 101, not sure yet, and I have a couple specific guests that I want to weigh in on that, pun intended, and again, you know, one of the top questions I've received is, you know, what's the best alcohol for weight loss, you know, when you're on a diet and trying to lose weight, what's the best, there we go again with that term, right, what's the best? have to talk about in that episode how it affects weight loss. I mean, really specific with metabolism and, you know, when you drink, how that basically slows down your weight loss effort. And then finally, the connection with longevity. I have talked about that when I talk about the blue zones and that, you know, the research shows people who drink tend to live longer than those who uh, eschew alcohol from alcohol. And, you know, there are reasons for that. And and we will discuss that as well. But just know that I have that in the on deck circle 
as far as shows that are upcoming. But this one today could not be more excited because it's it's really specific and really interesting. And I have three studies that I'm going to go through quickly. But just to discuss this exercise and alcohol connection, right? And as I was scribbling down, writing down notes for this podcast, thought about like, you know, just the connection that I have seen personally doing marathons, doing Ironmans all over the world, and just the different athletes I have come into contact with uh, and, and the connection with alcohol. You know, there's a great quote for runners and drinkers, and it is, uh, I think it was like a, uh, it was a specific running club or something, but many have used it, and it's drinkers with a running problem. Right. So instead of, you know, runners with a drinking problem, drinkers with a running problem, uh, you know, I have seen over the years, many of my ultra marathon friends, especially big beer drinkers, you know, IPAs, things like that. At the end of a 50K, uh, lots of beer drinking. Um, but with that, there's a huge, huge number of people in this world of exercise and endurance sports and, you know, things like that. Ironmans as well, who don't drink at all, who have stopped drinking to the point that they oftentimes call Ironman the 13th step. So lots of people who have stopped. And that kind of goes, that doesn't kind of, that goes exactly to the three studies I'm going to talk about today. So interesting with, you know, the basic chicken and egg uh, controversy or, uh, yeah, with drinking and exercise, which, which comes first, Right. But again, like Ironman Germany, my second Ironman back in 1999, I believe, when we crossed the finish line, there were hot tubs and there was beer. <laughs> that was awesome. And that goes to one of the studies, too. So not only the connection of alcohol and exercise, but fitness level and then problems. So we, we have three topics here. And those are the three, right? Does one lead to the other or and why? Exercise and alcohol. Uh, does fitness level have anything to do with it? And if so, what? And then how is that potentially even related to having a drinking problem? Really, really interesting topics. And when we come back from this break, first break, we will get right into it. So three studies, really interesting. I know you're going to love this. Exercise and alcohol, the connection. We will be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back talking about three kind of specific topics when it comes to exercise and alcohol. And I'm throwing in running and marathons and Ironmans, triathlons, but it goes for everything. You know, weightlifting, you know, CrossFit, whatever you're doing, exercise is connection with that. And the first study you have to love, you have to love the title, absolutely love it. And this was super recent, which I always love. Uh, 2021, August, Medicine and Science in Sports and Exercise. The title is Fit and Tipsy, the Interrelationship Between Cardiorespiratory Fitness and Alcohol Consumption and Dependence. And let me just say this quickly. don't want to get super deep into the science, the specifics of it. You, you, you don't need that. But many of the studies, when you look back, were done on elite athletes, college-age people. So there was always the question, A, you know, when it's higher-level athletes, how does that relate to you if you're a normal, quote-unquote, you know, person? And then college-age people, you know, the connection with drinking. Let's be honest, there's a lot more drinking that goes on in college. So that was a problem with much of the research or a question uh, with it. And so this study, totally different. And that's what's exciting, uh, the the makeup of the study itself. And I also, by the way, I'm just going to throw in as I was researching the topic after seeing the study, great article by Alex Hutchinson, who I have to get on the show, an amazing mind in this exercise and nutrition field. He writes for Outside Magazine and a bunch of others written books, just amazing. So his article on this study as well, I will reference. Um, So Here's the abstract of that medicine and science and sports and exercise study. Abstract, the purpose was to examine whether higher levels of cardiorespiratory fitness are related to increased alcohol consumption and dependence among a large sample of adults attending a preventative medicine uh, clinic. So 
again, there's there's two things going on here. So they're looking at whether higher levels of fitness, and this is VO2 max, and they tested this on a treadmill, whether that was related to drinking more and then dependence. So not just drinking more, they went that extra step to look at, well, okay, if if there is a connection between fitness level and alcohol consumption, then is there also a dependence, a problem connection. Uh, The methods, so really, really interesting group. It was a cross-sectional study of 38,000 apparently healthy patients aged 20 to 86 who visited the Cooper Clinic, famous clinic in Dallas, Texas, for preventative medical exams from 1988 to 2019. So huge sample, you know, many years, uh, and enrolled in the Cooper Center longitudinal study. So Long study, lots of people, and not college age and elite athletes. The primary independent variable was cardiorespiratory fitness based on a maximal treadmill test. So they, they put these people on a treadmill and, and did one of those tests. And the dependent variables were alcohol consumption and dependence. Now, dependence is self-reported, so we're going to talk about that. The relations between fitness category, low, moderate, high, and alcohol consumption, low, moderate, heavy, and suggested alcohol dependence among women and men were estimated via multivariable regression while adjusting for covariates, okay? So fitness level, they divided them up into five groups. One was low fitness, two middle moderate fitness groups, and two high fitness groups. So five different groups uh, based on that treadmill test. And then for drinking, this is interesting, three groups, light, moderate, and heavy, light, was three drinks or fewer per week. Moderate, and this, I always find this very unfair for women. Uh, so moderate was seven for women or less uh, and 14 for men. And that's always been what they've said, you know, one drink for women, two drinks for men. And so that plays out, right? Moderate is a drink a night, every night for women and 14 for men per week. And then heavy was anything above that. So if women, if you're having more than seven drinks per week and men more than 14, you're in the heavy group. So what did they find? So interesting. Higher fitness levels significantly related to greater alcohol consumption among a large cohort of adult patients. So higher fitness levels, drinking more, right? And then this is super interesting. In addition, among men who were heavy drinkers, but not women, (laughs) higher fitness levels were related to, drumroll, lower rates of suggested alcohol dependence. Now, we have to take that with a grain of salt because this was self-reported. Now, they did have questions like, you know, do you drink First thing in the morning, do you regret all of those things that connect to and correlate with problem drinking? And they're good questions, right? Drinking first thing in the morning is kind of a problem for most of us if, you know, you're starting your day, not with the breakfast of champions, you know, that's a sign. And so the questions were good, but people lie, people minimize. You could make the argument, you know, very simple one that women maybe were more truthful and the men were not, but it's interesting. Um, And they, you know, I don't want to get too deep into that, but let's just say that they found higher fitness levels were related to lower rates of suggested alcohol dependence. So you go, okay, okay, Tom, get it. 
You exercise more, you drink more. And maybe you exercise more, you drink more. Maybe you have lower risk of dependence. But why? Why? What's that chicken and egg controversy, right? Just to simplify it way down. Does exercise cause drinking or does drinking cause exercise? Are you drinkers with a running problem or runners with a drinking problem? Final break. When we come back, we will discuss that. Be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, talking about alcohol and exercise, two of my favorite things. And let me say, if I haven't already, which I don't believe I have, I drink. I like my red wine. I love my red wine. And this actually goes to what I'm going to talk about in two seconds. But I do. I do. I believe in excessive moderation with everything. I do look at the Mediterranean diet. That's what I follow. The blue zones, you know, complex carbohydrates, 
clean sources of protein, healthy fats, moderate alcohol. And, you know, I do what people who live really long do. I try to emulate that, talk about that. And that's the information I bring to you. Okay. Again, if you have a problem, if you're not drinking, I have so many friends who don't drink, who stop drinking. And yeah, we'll leave it at that because I will give you my take on it at the very end. So just no full disclosure, you know, I drink my red wine. I'm a Pinot Noir guy, and uh, it goes right to what we're talking about here, right? So we have two more studies, okay? And this study, this research said, you know, which it, which is it? Does exercise cause drinking or does drinking cause exercise? So they say it's the former, and they call it the licensing effect, okay? I call it reward eating when we're talking about uh, exercise and eating after. And we've talked about that. It's a huge reason what that people who, let's say, run marathons, train for marathons, they gain weight. Some do. You go, how is that possible? And I've talked about this on the episode. You can't outrun your fork. This is I love all these topics and it's just all connected. Because you don't, you can't outrun your fork. You don't burn as many calories as you think or that these machines tell you. I just saw, by the way, just an aside, someone else posted, a friend posted a screenshot of their, what was it? I think it was exercise bike and the workout and the number of calories that it said. It said something like 1,300 calories. And, and there's, there's just no way. And the amount of time, and it, it, it's so overestimated, and I can see it right there on the screen. So just know that. And so this goes to that overeating and now overdrinking, reward eating, reward drinking. Again, I call it reward eating because it's, it's, hey, I just ran five miles. I can have this Frappuccino. Well, five miles, you burned about 500 calories, and some of those Frappuccinos have 1,500 calories. Or 800 calories, so you're 300 over. And you just worked your butt off for an hour or so to burn 500 calories, and in five minutes or less, you can undo it. That's why you can't out-exercise, out-run, out-row, out-bike, out-swim your fork. And now this research is suggesting the licensing effect that people go out and get a big workout in, and then they have their beer or their wine. And that's what I've seen. That's Germany, Ironman Germany. Hey, I just finished an Ironman. I want a hot tub and a beer. Hey, I just finished, you know, my friends, the ultra runner friends. Hey, I just ran 30 some odd miles. I'm going to have a beer. Well, if you run 30 miles, you can have a couple beers and still be way, uh, <laughs> you know, in the negative when it comes to caloric intake. But most people aren't doing Ironmans. Most people aren't running marathons, ultra marathons. But what we're talking about here is why, the connection. And so that makes sense. And, and that goes to, and I'm going to talk about it in a second, work hard, play hard. I use that line and, and I live that. I enjoy my wine and I enjoy my runs. Just got a 10 mile run in today. And, you know, I will have a glass or two of wine tonight. And so for me, an experiment of one, yes, I am in that licensing effect group. But I know the numbers. 
I know the numbers, but right here, we're just talking about the connection, right? Correlation, causation. Why do people who exercise more drink more? Well, maybe it's reward. You feel good and that's okay. Listen, it's more than okay uh, if you're okay with it. But there's other schools of thought. Of course there are. It's what this show is about, bringing you all the different angles, all the different sides, all the science. And that's where Hutchinson's article comes into play. So well written, such a great writer, such a just super smart guy. And he references a second study in 2014. And the title is Impulsivity Moderates the Association Between Physical Activity and Alcohol Consumption. So now we're not talking just about reward drinking, that, hey, I worked hard, now I'm going to play hard. This is going to personality traits. This is going to your drinking being influenced uh, and your exercise by the same set of these personality traits. And which ones are those? Let me just read you the abstract, just part of the abstract from this study. So interesting. How many times am I going to say that, by the way? Shows I really love what I do for a living. The abstract, here's a couple sentences. Mounting evidence indicates that physical activity and alcohol consumption are positively associated. Okay, we know that, or we've heard that, but potential moderators of this relationship remain unclear. Both physical activity and alcohol drinking are potentially reinforcing and may be more strongly associated among individuals who tend to be higher in reward-seeking and related processes governed by the prefrontal cortex. Love this. Now we're getting into some deep stuff, right? Thus, behaviors linked to the prefrontal cortex, such as impulsivity, may influence the association between physical activity and alcohol intake. Now, I go, yeah. When I travel around the world and have with groups, different groups, and meet people who are doing ultras and Ironmans, This is describing some of them, many of them. Now, making generalizations and, you know, but it makes sense. It's common sense, right? You go, okay, wait, reward seeking. So certain personality traits, hmm, that would make sense too. Can it be both? Of course. It can be licensing effect. Hey, I worked hard and now I'm going to reward myself. And it can also be hey, there's certain personality types, traits that say, hey, I want to do these types of exercise at these levels and this frequency and alcohol consumption and the, the relative amount. And so final study, same researchers as the one I just referenced, they went a step further. Perfect, perfect podcast with like three, you know, we got the the recent study that then referenced with Hutchinson's article back to this 2014 study. And then those researchers went one step further and Frontiers in Psychiatry Journal 2015, they have a study, a paper, exercise and alcohol consumption, what we know, what we need to know and why it is important. And I love this. I'm just going to give you, I always just give you the best parts. I do all the the boring reading so you don't have to, all right? So they define four distinct motivations for connecting exercise and alcohol. I love this. First two, well, first one, work hard, play hard. Just talked about it. Licensing effect. Hey, 
I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to do my strength training. I'm going to go to CrossFit. I'm going to do whatever I do. And I'm going to go relax and maybe have an adult beverage. Number two, celebration. Same thing, you know, connected. End of a race, end of an event, end of a hard workout. I'm going to celebrate, connect it. Third one, body image. And the fourth one, guilt. Now here's where it gets really interesting. The first two are what? Exercise leads to drinking. Work hard, play hard. I got my exercise in, now I'm going to drink. Celebration, accomplish something, now I'm going to drink. The second two, drinking leads to exercise. So maybe I had a couple of drinks too many, don't like my body image or want to improve it. I'm going to go burn it off. That's where it can get to be a negative, not just with drinking, but with food. When people say, oh, I have to go work off the drinks, the food, it's a negative. And again, when I give you those numbers, as I will and have and will continue to uh, give you, you know, exactly what you're burning and what you're consuming, that's where it gets to be problematic. And then the fourth one, guilt, same thing. Drinking leads to exercise. So you feel bad. Oh, my gosh. Had a couple too many last night. Got to go to the gym. Got to go for a walk. Really interesting, right? So first two, positives. Second two, not really. And so now we're fleshing it out even more. That connection. And this shows that it is so rarely simple when it comes to the exercise and psychological connection. And I was thinking about that during my 10-mile run today. You know, so often people are talking about finding the time, finding the motivation, and we need to get our heads straight before we get the exercise straight, but we got to use the exercise to get our heads straight, and therein lies the challenge. The challenge of my job, trying to balance and, and motivate, incentivize you, and teach you that exercise leads to feeling good about yourself, but feeling good about yourself leads to exercise. And how do we, how do you start those behaviors when you're not feeling good about yourself and you don't want to get off the couch and it's easier to grab a you know handful of cookies and have that immediate feel-good rush. But I will say this, that feel-good rush doesn't come close to the rush of the exercise. And it doesn't last half as long. And that exercise over time becomes more and more satisfying. What I call flipping the switch. Where that 10 mile run I had today, I still feel good from it. I rushed into the studio to finish up my notes on this show and get it out to you. But there you go, shades of gray. What's the takeaway? This is a tough one. It isn't, it isn't. But I know, again, so many family, friends, you know, different people who said, yeah, I'm done, not drinking. And that's fine. And listen, even better if it's the body image and guilt 
issues, right? Then you don't have those. You're not, you're not exercising to undo something. And was it you're saving calories? And that's the show I will do <laughs> when I do that show really soon on alcohol and weight loss. Boom. You know, it'll be the number one rated podcast of mine for a while to come. I've done that show before on radio shows. Obviously super popular. And let me just foreshadow, you know, not only are the calories you consume, it's very simple. Now I'm getting excited to do the show. Not only the calories you consume from alcohol, if you're trying to lose weight, you're drinking those calories, then what do you do? You, you know, don't feel as good in the morning, so you don't move as much. You may even skip that workout. And then you grab three bacon, egg, and cheeses. That's one of the major reasons, three of the major reasons alcohol is problematic. It's not just... And you could even argue, depending on the circumstances, the calories you consume are not the problem or as big of a problem as the lack of exercise and then what you consume food-wise to make yourself feel better. And then when I get a little deeper into the metabolism side and how alcohol is metabolized, then it's a problem. Or you see, you know, how it can be. But I am down 20-some-odd pounds for my next race, feeling better than I ever had, well, in a long time because I'm finally back to, to racing. Kids are a little older. I have more time and my goals are, are loftier, but I'm still drinking. I'm just not drinking as many glasses per week. And maybe, maybe, you know, as I get closer to the race and I have a tiny bit more to get down to a race weight, uh, maybe I stop, but I don't have to. So it's all about balance and what works for you and enjoying life and I don't like deprivation and extremes are easy for a short amount of time. Cutting out whole, you know, food groups for a diet, stopping alcohol for a month. How about we learn balance? And I love those fitness people. They're like, there's no such thing as balance. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Extremes are easy, easier. As I said before, you know, not having a cookie is easy for a month or a couple weeks, but having two, that's challenging. Challenging, not hard. And the more you exercise and the better you feel about yourself, the more you only want two. And the less frequently you want it, you know what? And I'm going to leave you with this as I am getting closer to this race and I want to fuel myself with the best foods possible because it allows me to get the workouts in to feel good. And so I still have the wine. I still have the dessert, just less frequently. And I enjoy it more. And you will too. All right. Love talking about alcohol and exercise. Hope you enjoyed that. So three studies, connection, and, um, oh, just real quickly, again, you know, the uh, we'll examine more that problem, uh, the fact that men say... The heaviest drinkers have less of a dependence. Um, Topic for another show because I want to go much deeper into that. But it's a psychological discussion that we'll have. Okay, but I don't want this show to go too long. It's a good time to end it. Good starter show on alcohol and the connection. And it's about what works best for you. End of the day. But you take the science, you weigh it with your life and what you can do and what works best for you. And that's what you do.
All right. Please rate the show, subscribe, reach out. Great questions. Getting ready to do the next show, the next listener mailbag. Lots and lots of questions. And you can reach out. Tom H. Fit is Instagram and Twitter. Tom H. Fit, the website, fitnessdisrupted.com. You can reach out to me through there as well. Newest book is The Micro Workout Plan. A bunch of people reach out just asking about uh, how to get started with strength training. Yeah, I know it's my book, but I wrote it just for that. So I have two books. Micro Workout Plan is the most recent. When it comes to strength training, I have you know about six or seven books now with one rewrite but um, or second edition. Uh, but I also have one called Beat the Gym, which I wrote many years ago. But same thing. It's absolutely written uh, for those people, for everybody, but especially those of you who are like, I have no idea what to do with strength training, how to get started, what to do, Beat the Gym and Micro Workout Plant can really help. And thank you. Thank you for listening. I, I get so excited for all of my podcasts for a reason. I love what I do. I take it so seriously. And I'm trying to help you live longer, myself live longer, my family live longer. And so I'm bringing you unbiased, scientific uh, without boring you to death, information is possible. And let me just finally say, I am still studying as I've talked about and the newest class I started last week, amazing Harvard Extension School and more psychology, uh, stress, anxiety, and resilience. Stress coping and resilience, actually. Uh, just awesome. Awesome, awesome. So take all this information, bring it to you. All right, thank you for listening. Remember, there are three things we all control. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes. That is awesome. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. 
Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters.